Hello and welcome to the Perfectly Productive podcast with me, Katie Stone. Um, this podcast is for small business owners who are looking for ways to streamline their businesses and their sort of uh, practices to help them uh, to get more out of their day, I suppose. Um, as a virtual assistant, it's uh, something that I have a high degree of interest in and a lot of time to practice because a lot of times what I do is to help businesses do precisely that by helping them to streamline processes. Um, at the moment, we're thinking quite closely about planning um, in our business. We've already talked about um, SWOT analysis and we've talked about smart targets. Um, I thought because this is going to be a reasonably quick podcast because you know christmas um we might talk about um why you should plan for your business in 2021 like what's the point because i think a lot of people especially small businesses and especially sole traders don't bother with a formal plan or an informal plan for their business it feels pointless it feels like a waste of time um i guess because who else is there to communicate with other than you when you're by yourself like you know what you want to do but and I'll be honest with you that's how I started my business out I just sort of began <laughs> to see what would happen and it was fine and it worked okay for a while but as I got busier and busier number one things started falling through the cracks and number two um I kind of lost myself and the direction of the business about six months in, I think, because I'd I'd forgotten where my focus needed to be. I was sort of um, hosing in all directions, I suppose. It sounds like a gross thing to say, but um, I was sending my energies everywhere and trying to do everything and then trying to do development, professional development on top of that. And it just didn't work because... I was expending an awful lot of energy and getting precisely nowhere. And there's a very good reason for that. It's because we can't do all the things. And you've got to remember that you can't do all the things. You've got to either outsource some of the things or just choose some things to focus on and let other things sort of tunkle along in the background. So choosing a plan for your year is a great way of working out where you need to focus yourself. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I think that writing a plan is incredibly important. And I'm not really talking about a huge plan here. I'm not talking about the sort of plan that you would put together if you were off to the bank, say, to ask for a small business startup loan, or if you were applying for a grant from the council or anything like that. Um, I'm talking about um, like a dog-eared, um, scrappy piece of paper that you use over and over and over again throughout the year, something that you return to that is important for you and, and helps you. Um, so the reasons that I think that you should have a plan and the reason that a plan has helped me in the end when I finally sat down and wrote one, um, first of all, was because it helped me to sort of stay really focused on the business. Um, as I said before, it's easy to focus energies everywhere and to get nowhere. Um, and by having a plan where you've chosen, let's say I say to um, to clients 
when I help them to plan for their business that I think five targets is is pretty good for a year and certainly no more than 10. Um, it helps you if you have a plan that you can come back to once a quarter, once a month, if you're feeling really enthusiastic, to remind yourself what those targets are. Um, it helps you to see where you're falling away, where, where you're forgetting and starting to do something else instead. Um, and it helps you to make sure that the time that you do spend working on your business is like directed and efficient, I suppose, as well. Um, I think we all know having your own small business, like you could literally spend every minute of every day on your small business if you chose to. It's, I, I find sort of, maybe 30 to 40 percent of my time is spent doing actual billable hours and the back end of the business is endless if I wanted to let it be um, and so with those sort of focused targets in mind you can make sure that you can have time for yourself and time for your family because you're only directing your energies where they need to go for that year on the understanding that there are other things. Yes, we accept that there are other things, but we're going to do those later. The focuses that we've chosen for this year are the ones that are important for this year. Um, and that brings me on to my second thing about planning, which is um, about helping you to maintain your motivation. A year is a long time and 2020 has been longer than most. I think we can um, <laughs> we can all agree on that one. 2020 has in some ways felt like the shortest year ever and in other ways just felt like about a decade um and i don't know about you but my motivation has certainly dipped many times through the year um having targets that i'm working on helps me to maintain my motivation if i can look at a target if it gets to six months through the year and it's starting to feel hard what helps me is to go look at my plan look at the targets that i wrote down in january and say well, look how far I've come. And wouldn't it be silly to give up now when I could move forwards? And, you know, it's such a little amount more that I need to do to reach where I want to be. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a great thing for motivation. Um, it can without motivation and without something to sort of keep you pushing forwards it's really easy to let those feelings of anxiety and overwhelm and like just plain tiredness sometimes to overtake us um and that's another reason why making a plan can really help you um to sort of push those demons down or to let them do as little damage as they possibly can um a big reason why a lot of people say to me that they don't like planning for their business is because they make they feel that it makes them less flexible for the rest of the year. That if they've planned in what they want to do, they're less able to pivot because they feel tied to the plan that they've made. Now, um, I've got something important to say about that. And the important thing to say about that is if a plan is inflexible, you are doing it wrong. And I'll say it again. If a plan is inflexible, you are doing it wrong. A plan is not there to be like some kind of statue to your your goals for that year. It's it's not a um it's not set in stone. It's not something. In fact, you know what? 
anybody who makes it to the end of a year and hasn't changed their plan at least once um well i've i've yet to meet anybody who will ever who has ever done that um a good plan is really important to help you to know when to pivot because if you have a plan for the year you can easily see when you are not going to achieve that target. Um, so I set myself a target to say I want to get 20% more client base in the first six months of the year. And, you know, we're through the first quarter and we're moving, you know, towards five months into the um, into the year. And I'm nowhere near that something needs to be looked at there. Either the target was wrong or the way that I'm approaching the target is wrong. And that's where you can become able to pivot. And it's another good reason why your time, your tasks should be time-gated because it helps you to see where it's all going wrong. Um, so yeah, I think really being flexible is incredibly important. And I also think that it helps you to see when you shouldn't be dropping a target as well. If you are make, if it feels like you're getting nowhere, but then you go back to your sort of goal sheet from January and you can see that actually you are creeping towards that target reasonably sort of steadily, it helps you to see that actually, no, we should keep pushing forward with this. It is working. It's just working slowly. And, um, progress is um, not able to be seen. But what I, I guess I'm saying, and I, what I think that you can hear from this, is that you should be returning to your plan. That's why we return to a plan quarterly and sometimes monthly. If um, if you start, if you went back at the end of the first quarter and saw that your plans, your targets weren't, um, you weren't getting towards them as fast as you'd hoped, you might go, right, well, here's what we'll do. I won't leave it for a quarter this time. In a month's time, I'm going to come back and look at this again. And if it still feels the same, I'm going to make some adjustments. Um, because being flexible is great, but dropping targets just because it doesn't feel like it's working, is it's not being flexible. That It's, <laughs> it's just being badly organised and wasting your own time. So, yeah, I guess what I would say is um, be flexible, but know why you're adapting. Sort of... Um, these plans can help you to learn about yourself. If you set yourself a, a target and don't achieve it, it's still a learning experience and something that can help you to make a better plan next time. Um, another good reason for you to do a plan, especially the way that I say to do it, which is to do your SWOT analysis, is that it forces you to take an external view of your business as well as an internal one. And that's something that not everybody does without prompting. Um, and it's really important, as 2020 has shown us, there are some external things that can come along and really knock you for six. Next year, it's going to be equally important for us to do that because, you know, hello, Brexit. Um, nobody knows what's going to happen for Brexit. And with the best will in the world it's going to have some impact it could be a positive impact it could be a negative impact i'm i'm not here to say or make any political uh statement to that effect but one way or another it's coming and we have to be prepared for it and doing a good swat analysis of your business before you make plans means that you will not only be looking at yourself and your own strengths and weaknesses and your business and how your business looks but also how the world around your business looks and that's incredibly important um the final thing that I think is a great 
reason to do a plan and to make yourself targets, say five targets for a year, is that it helps you to measure your success. I think sometimes if you don't have a plan, you can come to the end of the year and think, well, what did I really do? I sort of ticked along. I've still got some clients, you know, I made enough money or I didn't make enough money, (laughs) all of these things. But it's hard to say in like how successful you were or how unsuccessful you were at certain things. With smart targets, if you put targets into place that are time-gated and measurable, um, it helps you to see how much success that you had. So you can not, you don't have to just say, yes, I achieved my target. You can say, yeah, I achieved my target and I smashed it. I went X percent above it. Or, well, we didn't quite reach that target. We were so far below it. And next time we can readjust. It helps you to know yourself in that respect and to know what your strengths and your weaknesses are. And again, when it comes to this time in 2021, you will have a way of saying, right, this time the targets I'm going to set myself and the goals that I want to achieve are going to be so much better suited to me because I know more about myself this year and I know what kind of goals help me and what sort of targets make me work the hardest or um, sort of pique my interest. And I know what best affected my business because I could see from last year, because I could measure how well I did, I can I can see the impact it's had on my business and I can I can slap a percentage on that. And that is a really useful thing to be able to do because when you are inside a small business and it's your own small business, perspective is hard to get. Um, distance is hard to get. Um, so being able to focus on metrics is useful. That said, um, please don't focus on vanity metrics. Please don't focus on things like social media metrics, like how many followers, how many likes. Because if there is one thing I have learned from this year is it doesn't matter. You don't know who's seeing your posts on social media, even if not a single person likes it. Somebody may have seen it and it may have made you a sale. It may have made a difference. It may have made somebody's ears perk up and go, oh, do you know what? I'm not in that place yet, but I will be. And when I'm in that place, I will remember that person. So, yeah, focus on metrics, but but not social media ones, please. Further than social media is useful. It's not a useful, um, not a useful metric when it comes to measuring your business, I don't think unless you work in social media, in which case, fair enough. So yeah, I'm going to stop talking now because it's coming up to Christmas and I have got to go and empty the fridge ready to go and do a run to Sainsbury's in the morning, which is going to be appalling due to all the panic buying that's happening at the moment because Dover has closed. Um, What I will say is this, if you want to write yourself a great business plan, if you want to feel Um, confident and secure going into 2021, um, there is a free webinar available and I will put the link in um, in the show notes. Also, I can help you. Just give me a ping. Like, I mean, I do, I I sell services to do with business planning and I'm very happy to help you to plan your uh, 2021 um, 
on whatever level that means, whether it, it means, you know, just sitting down for an hour and planning out those targets or whether you want someone to come back to you on a quarterly basis and to have some accountability with and someone to help you to be flexible and to plan in. That's fine. But if you've just got a question, just ping me. It's Katie, K-A-T-I-E, at Katie Stone, so K-A-T-I-E-S-T-O-N-E, P-A dot com. Katie at katiestonepa.com and I will gladly help you out. So guys, I hope you have a lovely Christmas. I hope you enjoy everything there is to enjoy about it. I hope you stay safe. I hope you stay well. And I really hope that you take some time between Christmas and New Year to reflect on 2020 and to plan 2021 accordingly. Give me a shout if you need some help. I am here if I'm needed. All right, guys. Happy Christmas. Bye.